Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Hanging out with you from the East Valley Institute of Technology every week. We're sliding into a groove. Automotive vehicular situation, the mechanical goings ons. Your favorite car talk. Let's bump this music up, people. That's the Budo span right there. Oh, don't you just like that? Cruising in your hoopty. I don't care if your hoopty is a Volkswagen bus or a brand new 2018 Chevy. Camaro, or you rocking the Kia Rio, that's what I'm talking about, the Budos band in your speakers right here on Wrench Nation Car Talk. We always enjoy hanging with you guys every week, Wednesday, 4 p.m., and of course our, oh, we got to let that break go. Go hit it right there. with a trumpet solo. You don't talk over a trumpet solo. It's very hard to do that, but let's bring the music down. That is the Budos Band. I invite you to catch the Budos Band. We've been playing with that as a as a show opener, and uh, we haven't had any hate on the Budos Band. I don't know how you could hate that, that kind of music. You know, you've got just about every piece of brass in there, and you've got uh, some soul. Wednesday is that kind of soul day. You've got through your Monday. Monday's always like, oh, I don't want to go back. Tuesday is just kind of a drone robot kind of day. All right, I'm doing to be doing. But Wednesday's one of those. If you don't have your week together by Wednesday, you're screwed. That's just the bottom line. Welcome back, you mechanical maniac. Susie's in the house. What is happening, Susie? Hey, Frankie, Frankie. So, yeah, the Boodles band's pretty dang good, isn't it? It's groovy, I do. You turned me on to them. They're great. I, I think, like I said to you folks, man, I mean... Um, we, we get into the automotive, uh, travels and we take you, you know, we've had a lot of guests on the show and why not put premiere some damn good music on the show? It seems to work. I mean, even if your speaker's broken, you can't deny that trumpet <laughs> solo right there. Uh, you know, I invite you guys to get on to wrenchnation.tv where we've actually covered, um, again, I, I mention this every week. Some of you are busy. You get little bits and pieces of the show. Wrenchnation.tv where we've had Nordaud, uh, drift life. Female Palestinian drift racer coming out of Palestine, Ramallah. Uh, we talked about vehicle cybersecurity, show number 154. Uh, Tony Dow, leave it to Beaver, the 50-year reunion with his Corvair. That's happening. And of course, we highlighted Street Outlaws uh, boosted GT uh, via the Discovery Channel. So there is a lot of great shows. A lot of you uh, can just chill out, relax, grab a beverage, go home, chill. Kids are laying low. And crank it up, WrenchNation.tv. Susie, what's shaking? Well, you did bacon? forget one of my favorite guests. That was what? Valerie Thompson. Oh, Valerie Thompson. Oh. Wasn't she? Loved that day. She was favorite because she goes fast, huh, Susie? She goes fast. Hey, now, she's a local. She's local. She's yeah. out of Scottsdale, which is really cool. Uh, and, I mean, she's attempting the land speed record. She is the fastest female on a motorcycle, Valerie Thompson, racing 
catch her Instagram account this month. I mean, I think in the next few days, I have to catch up with her. She's going after that land speed record. Yeah, didn't she say in August, I thought? Well, no, I thought it was end of June. She's end testing. June? Okay. I did see Instagram. She was sizing up uniforms. Nice. You know, all the safety suits and stuff. But uh, Susie, I missed you last week. I, I thought I was talking to myself, but of course I've got... Well, we've got lots of people listening. They were hanging. But I know a lot of you miss Susie Sockets. Oh, thanks. And I missed you too, Frank. Well, tell me what's shaking in the garage. What's happening? Well, let's see here. You know, it's it's uh, it's the same. It's the same. We get a little excitement here and there, Frankie. But, uh, you know, you ever, get, uh, you ever get one of those situations where you're working on a vehicle and something goes wrong and the technician actually made a mistake? An honest mistake. An honest mistake. So in this particular case, we were working, we were changing out a crankshaft sensor and um, actually had a little issue with um, the timing belt. Oh, and, oh gosh. Yeah. Had a little Many issue. of you listening right now, you heard timing belt. Yeah. That's like the doctor said, you know, any mechanic that says, uh, you need a timing belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Or you're on a tow truck and they tell you you need a timing yeah. belt. But tell me what happened. Yeah. So um, so during the process of uh, replacing this part, uh, you know, you have to remove the timing belt. And uh, so we um, we actually bent the valve. It was an honest mistake. Honest yeah. mistake. And I felt so bad for for our wonderful mechanic. And um, he felt he felt bad, too. Right. Well, I was intimate with that story. In fact, we did the Facebook Live on Wrench Day every, every Monday, 4 p.m. You guys can hang with us yeah. uh, right from inside the garage. Listen, I made it I made it uh, our business. Look, our, our people coming through the garage will always be taken care of. Absolutely. Right? I am grateful on so many levels that that was caught in our garage before it was delivered. It's like you go to a restaurant and the cook knows... Well, that piece of chicken, that's a little sloppy. <laughs> it's not cooked. It's okay. Uh, you guys, uh, mechanics aren't perfect. But more importantly to that, our fellow was crushed, man. He was almost in tears. Yeah, and you know, he, he really felt like he was going to get terminated on the spot. He's a newer technician yep. with us, and we love him to death. He's a great guy. Uh, he knows his limits. I think most of you listening right now, I don't care. You know, we talk automotive here, but if you go to a professional up to which you're going to pay, that professional needs to know their limits. Right. Because if not, oh yeah, I can do that. They get paid and they didn't do it. Or right. they didn't do it right. Or So I don't care, lawyer, doctor, attorney, mechanical, automotive, technician, person making your flower bouquet for a wedding. That's right. Doesn't matter what it is. So it was, uh, it was our business to turn Joe around because Joe... He lost his confidence, man. Absolutely, he did. He's a 15-year mechanic. Yep. Now, if you're listening to this show, what about your job situation? It's not just with mechanics. Could you be employed somewhere and it's so cutthroat like you cannot make a mistake? Yeah, I think that's wrong. Is that the culture we live in? I think it's the culture he came has, from. Yeah, came from. It's safe to say because he was on pins and needles. Yeah. He is still identifying with our culture. Yes, I mean, we're running a tight ship, but we take care. A man is down. That man was down. Yeah. He was down on the battlefield. What are we going to do? You're fired. Shoot him. Shoot, no. Shoot the horse. We're not going to do that. Shoot the dog, no, man. <laughs> we're going to take a veterinarian position. We're going to save the horse. That's right. We're going to save the horse. We're going to build his confidence. We're going to use it as a So if learning. you're listening, I mean, 
this strikes me that there's so much, I don't know, I think sometimes our garage is, well, there's a lot of life outcomes and it's more than just fixing cars. Like, is this the society we live in? How's management ownership handling those type of affairs? Are we so cutthroat? I mean, it's an honest mistake mm -hmm. and we have to learn from our mistakes. Absolutely. But, but um, that was interesting mm -hmm. and actually a blessing to be honest with you. Yeah. The job is going to cost us a couple bucks. I'm okay with that in the garage. Right. We'll take care of our client. You know, right. we're going to go through that. But for those of you seeking out automotive service, I will tell you, you need to have a relationship. Now nah, you hear that. You hear all these commercials. Well, service you can hang your hat on. Or we are BBB, cert whatever the case is. You hear all this highfalutin talk about credibility and certifications. And that's cool. You need that. But man, oh man, if you could just go back to a time with your family, that family picnic, that vibe, mm -hmm. you need to find an outfit that's going to give you a family picnic vibe. Can I say that? Yo, you can. As a matter of fact, I think we um, live in too much of a reaction rather than an interaction world. We do. When a car is broken... We, we, oh gosh, I got to go. I mean, I, we're not even talking about the preventative maintenance and, yeah. and, you know, sometimes folks can see that as, well, they're preaching to me. They're trying to, those are wallet flushes, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Go ahead, Bree. So when you're talking about workplace, it just, it makes me think too about when you're growing up and you're in school, did you appreciate the teacher that took the time to say, look, man, you made a mistake. It's time for you to own up to it. This is how we move up. This is how you grow. Or are you going to be that administrator, that person that doesn't take the time to think? You just react. And now that kid's, where crushed. are they at? They're yeah, crushed, crushed or worse. Maybe they're expelled. You know, we've all been there and done that. But it's the good people in the world, which I believe most people in this world are good. Yep. And that could be the pivot point that actually creates the esteem or deflates the esteem. You got it. You guys, I got to get some popcorn. You guys, this we should just change the Wrench Nation Life Show. Bree, thanks for being here today. We have not <laughs> mentioned a single car care tip at this point. We're eight minutes into the show. Oh, my gosh. Well, I will tell you guys, uh, this uh, show, we are we figured the holidays are coming. A lot of you going out of town. And uh, some of you think a road trip inspection is, uh, I'm just going to get an oil change at uh, 3 o'clock Friday before I leave. And... That's that. Susie. I'm looking at you, Frank. Your neck just twisted. I did. That's not enough, people. I know, it's not. <laughs> so, our, <laughs> it's not enough. Um, but you're listening and say, well, you guys are in the business. Why isn't it enough? But what we're going to do is we're actually going to explore some of the real world scenarios that are happening in our garage during these inspections that you need to know. What happens to a battery if you let it go? A tire. Radio hoses. And with that, we are honored to have uh, Billy Knuckles, Mr. Bill Nalu, a true, it's a sweetheart of a guy, man. He's running his shop, Interstate Auto Care, out of Detroit. Uh, he's going to join us, and we're going to kind of take you into the service base and show you what we're seeing when you don't inspect it right, and then go on a road trip. So stay tuned, Rich Nation next. Oh, 
Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you are an installer, get on to partsauthority.com, check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Lee Weatherby's Accurate Automotive is a local, family-owned, award-winning auto repair shop in Mesa, serving Arizona drivers since 1992. ASE-certified technicians, modern repair facility, and digital reports on every service. In Mesa on Robson Road, just south of Broadway, between Country Club and Center. 480-890-0409, AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com, or Accurate Automotive AZ on Facebook. Welcome back, French Nation. Uh, appreciate hanging with you guys every week. Uh, our big family over at KFNX on the weekend. Thank you so much for spending some time with us on a Saturday, as well as uh, 90.7 and 88.7, the pulse right here at EVIT. Now, a lot of you are going on a road trip. In fact, some of you have a vehicle right now that's an older vehicle, but to you, it's that's your vehicle. Ain't nothing wrong with my vehicle. I'm going 600 miles, and that's the thought process, and... We often think of these road trips as a time to get away, visit relatives. Susie? Yep. Some of them we don't really want to go see. We don't see, want to. But that's okay. We got to see them. But we do it. And we want our hoopty to be in tip-top shape. So we're going to pack a few items and maybe you kicked some tires around and, and uh, maybe you did get an oil change. Right. And nobody said it. Mechanic didn't say anything to you. Well, I tell you, we see so many things in the service bays, and I do want to bring in Mr. Bill Nalu from Interstate Auto Care. He's been on the show before. Bill, Billy Knuckles. What is up, beautiful people? How are you? Thanks for spending (laughs) some time. I understand you're getting ready to hit some fireworks. We got some fireworks in my city, yeah. Well, I tell you, we're talking road trip tips. Hopefully the folks don't have any fire. Situation of a road trip <laughs> battles. Yeah. But I do want to... aren't good in a car. No, no. I, I do want to jump into something. Uh, one of the... What AAA says is one of the most responsible items to cause a major problem. And I'll just quote something out to you guys. Approximately seven tire punctures occur every second. That's over 220 million flat tires per year. How do you even gather that data? Well, this is from the analyzations of the Swedish laboratories of the... <laughs> but that's what... That is illegitimate. Right. It's legitimate. I believe you. Uh, actually, to answer your question, that's from NHTSA, our, okay. our federal armor well, government. we like NHTSA. So, Bill, I'm going to ask you. I want you to take the floor. Um, you're seeing a variety of repairs in your shop and service. You do an amazing job there. Tell me what we're missing as consumers with our tires before we head out on a road trip. How so, bad are we, What's but, going on there? Before we talk about that, would you mind I take a minute to talk about the last segment, how, how important that that segment was? Because it was talking about grace. It was talking about the kind of grace that we provide any top-level automotive shop. 
like desert car care and interstate auto care. We provide all the grace in the world to our customers. How is it that we don't provide the same grace to our employees, our highly skilled, ever more, um, ever, ever, ever more, uh, uh, well, I think you're hitting it on the head. For a lot of people, whether it's an automotive garage, we mentioned that. Look, let's just be civil. We're all going to make mistakes. Let's learn from them. I mean, a good business has to learn from them or else they're out of business. So I really appreciate you from spirit and heart. And I think you're resonating with a lot of our audience that can agree. We got to be civil. Let's sprinkle some grace on the situation. We're anxious to take care of the consumer. But let's take care of our team. Tell me about those tires. Uh, what are we getting wrong, Bill? What are consumers not doing right with their tires this before is, they head out on a trip? This is my number one observation. I, I, over the years, this has been 30 years now, is folks get this stuff done. So folks come in, you know, 15 minutes before the road trip, and they come in for an oil change, and then it's discovered that there's a control arm that's bad, and then, there's, you know, four tires that need to be done, and it breaks, and, and a bunch of fluid maintenance that has to be done. And so all this stuff gets done. Sometimes it gets done in, in haste for them, for us. And so we ship the vehicle, and there's a clamp that's loose, and it's leaking, and now we're, you know, the customer's in an hour and a half from us, and now we've got to go and deal with that. All and right, I've so always tell- yeah, you're speaking on that drive-through service type mentality. A lot of people think that, hey, I'm going to schedule something four hours before I leave. Exactly. Gotcha. So what we always tell folks is, is, let's get this work done, let's say, weeks in advance, and then before your trip, when you do your trip, your, your trip inspection, your pre-trip inspection, let's make that be a half hour or 15 minute visit rather than it turning into a bunch of repairs that have to be made before we ship the vehicle. I got a vibration at uh, cruising speeds. I I didn't have a vibration uh, before my oil change. Oil change was done. I was one of those uh, individuals that just didn't have time. I had all this other stuff going on. I'm about 300 miles into my trip and now I've got a vibration at 60 to 70 miles an hour. That could be a problem. Exactly. And, and it's not necessarily anything that the shop did. We, no, maybe they rotated the tires. We've got a shifted belt that was, you know, at the passenger side rear. Now it's at the driver's side front. And it wasn't there before. Customers bringing up a legitimate issue. But do we want to find this out on the way to a vacation when you're trying to check out mentally and take yourself out of work mode, out of stress mode, yeah. into pleasure mode, right? you got to mm-hmm. slow it down for sure. And just so you know, as a good measure... Um, once a year for alignments, got to keep the tires straight. Twice a year, every 6,000 miles or so, typical rule of thumb for rotation and balance. You should balance those tires because uh, I think what you're speaking on, and it's happened to us in the garage, uh, Bill, is where we have a rotation, and not necessarily before a road trip, where the car or truck comes back, and we've introduced a vibration because now that front wheel or vice versa, you know, is, is switched, and now we've got a vibration. Exactly. Yeah. And, and with alignments, I mean, can you think of a, a better investment? I mean, alignments actually pay for themselves. When we've got vehicles that are, you know, tires that are fighting each other, I mean, the cost of replacing the tires and the cost of a fuel economy because of the vehicle, the fact that the vehicle isn't traveling down the road as efficiently as it should be, uh, you know, I don't know what gas is in Phoenix, but in Detroit, it's, you know, 280 290 a gallon? It's more not here. Exactly, not <laughs> yeah. exactly, you know, not exactly cheap. All right, so money out like that. the average of you listening right now will have, according to the statistics of statistics, you will have five flat tires in your lifetime. 
I'm throwing that out there. Five, yeah, five and five. Eight, five up to five flat tires. Now, in my life, I've already had two. So if I've already had five, then I won't have any more. You're golden. I'm you good. should. Ooh, <laughs> you should be done. <laughs> you should be done. But when you, like, uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, you've met your quota, Susie. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> we we want to hopefully arm you up to avoid that situation. We're not calling yeah. that to attraction. Uh, we don't we don't want to see that on Instagram. Close. <laughs> yeah. Here's my flat tire number four. <laughs> Frank, speaking of flat tires, one of the things that I've always recommended to folks that do a lot of, uh, you know, three, four-hour drives, you know, north of here, and they do this on a regular basis, is to invest in a steel wheel, full-size spare tire. A lot of these vehicles have donuts. Good point. Um, I'm not. This is not an endorsement for Dunkin' Donuts, uh, <laughs> but uh, they've got they've got these, these small wheels that you, well, know, you can't drive over 55, 60 miles an hour. If yeah. it's an all-wheel drive vehicle. Um, that can become a problem over a long haul because that can, can can do all kinds of uh, uh, damage to the the drivetrain when you've got. Uh, if you've got to go for a long haul, but yeah, I mean, full size tire not, take up space. It does, and in fact, Bill, what we're seeing is. Uh, and I learned the hard way. I had no clue. Here's the master mechanic. I had no clue that there was dippity doo and a little pump. I don't even get a spare tire on some of these <laughs> on these new cars. I mean, some bubble gum. They and give there you, you go. because they're trying to save. I think the weight difference for MPG obviously is the aim. They want to increase MPG. I think the bottom line is get acquainted, start dating that spare, find out. Like when we do our clinics. We actually show people one of the most important things is know where the spare. And I would say this, people, roadside assistance. Don't be the hero. If you do have a breakdown, whether it's a tire, God forbid, or a check engine light cause he's stall on the side of the road, don't be the hero to your car. I know she's screaming at you, your wife's screaming at you, your hubby's screaming, get home. Everybody's screaming at you to, you can't be breaking down. Roadside assistance, man, because a lot of these injuries and deaths occur from these roadside issues you get out you pop a hood you're playing joe mechanic joe yeah. mechanic wouldn't you agree bill frank that, that you you want to talk about how 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 close to home that is i had a customer of mine who died on the freeway he had oh. broken down oh. a nurse had stopped to help him and it was bad weather a jackknife trailer came and all he had was a flat tire mm. and and had he had he known had he realized a quarter mile down the street, he could have just driven on the tire. And that's oh. my advice to folks. I frankly don't care what the, what the cost is going to be. I'm driving, if I'm in a precarious situation on the freeway or somewhere on a road that it's very dangerous to be changing that tire, especially on the driver's side of the vehicle, oh, yeah. I am not changing that tire on the road when I've got cars whizzing by me at 70 miles an hour. I'm going to drive off the, the, you know, off the freeway so I get off the road. And whatever may happen may happen, but either either I'm getting towed as quickly as possible off the freeway, uh, or I'm not changing it. And one of our policies when we had our towing company was we were going to tow the vehicle every second counts. We would ask the customer to get in the tow truck, and then we would hook the car up, kind of like NASCAR style, and get that vehicle off the road every second counts as those cars. And and in Michigan, you could get a $200 ticket if you don't move over for emergency vehicles. You think people care? Yeah. No, they don't. They don't. Most people don't realize that you're supposed to move over yeah, for no emergency doubt. vehicles when somebody's broken Well, out. you got to be safe, no doubt. I mean, we're all getting to the beach and whatever cousin uh, or aunt that we miss. But um, let's talk about the replacement. First off, I want to let you guys know, uh, most of you... Uh, Hopefully know this, and if you don't, this is really for those of you. 
Tire pressure is a huge thing. We just discussed that. You need to make sure that on the driver's side door, that's where you're going to find the specification. A lot of you are going right to the tire and doing that fill-up. The specification on the driver's side door, there is a sticker. That sticker will give you the tire pressure specifications. It's as simple as that. So it's simple based on that. gross weight, weight volume then? I don't even want to get that technical. Yeah. All I'm saying is that you're going to see Always the, the door. specification. So just know that with the new TPMS sensors and tire pressure monitoring systems, we've actually dropped our death rate that occurs from tire incidents. As we know now, the light comes on, there's an issue. Uh, Bree, you had a question. You you were kind of, t- go ahead. What? On why, the tires. Why the door versus the tires? I can't answer that. That was an engineer. I'm a lowly mechanic. I don't know the answer to this. <laughs> okay. It's, but it's always the door well, it, over the tires. I would suspect that it's because you're there all the time and there I don't know. What? Bill, why do we put the sticker on the driver's side door? I think frankly, I think it's uh it's their covering you know, it's a, it's one of those you know, uh the manufacturer has to provide some specifications. And, and the fact of the matter is that the tires themselves have a maximum safe inflation. The manufacturer wants a different specification. They want different pressures, and it may be different from front to back, whereas the tire manufacturer says this is the maximum load, maximum tire pressure that we want in this tire. Anything I think that's a great it? answer. So, yeah. Thank you. Yep. Any, that's any my, other that's thing? That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's right. Well, you stick <laughs> with that. Don't mess with Billy Knuckles out of Detroit. Hey, um, here's another thing, guys. I think this is important. Um, I think sometimes a garage can forget or a quick oil service place may not check the spare tire pressure. Yeah. How would you like to, I mean, some of you are going to, you're not in a busy, yep. you know, freeway. You may, okay, I got a flat. I'm going to be in a small town. I'm going to change my tire. You know, I'm in a safe place, level ground. I got the kid. I've done this before. And then you pull out the donut and it's, there's no air in that sucker. Yeah. So, I mean, just little things like that. So, as a part of your road trip inspection, a lot of you can do this on your own. The other thing is um, the... Oh, wait. I got a question on yeah. that. Yeah. Can, can a full-size spare tire be included in your tire rotation? No, you don't incorporate. I, w- I mean, if it's the same rims, I've seen size. that. If it's a full-size. Yeah. I mean, I've seen... Bill, you've seen... I mean, it sounds like a silly question, but it's a good question yeah, some people may question. have. Yeah. yeah, we don't incorporate it in there because in many cases, the spare tire is going to be the original one that came on the vehicle, and it'll have essentially 100% tread life left on it. And most vehicles rolling in, let's say they have 50 or 60% tread life on the vehicle, if it's an all-wheel drive vehicle and all the tires are, are evenly matched, we're rotating you know, front to back, cross-rotating uh, them, and that spare tire, once you introduce that into the mix, it can cause some problems that we didn't have before. So we leave well enough alone and uh, as we just make sure well, that the tire... Well, it's like, you know, if, you got, if you're wearing sneakers, don't grab the new right <laughs> sneaker because then you got a new sneaker on one side and the... You know, wow. I guess maybe. But All right, before one, you know it, you're walking like Jeff Buckley. At that oh, point. my gosh. gosh but we I, attacked but him. I want to add also, uh, discard is uh, 230 seconds is uh, rule of thumb. And then also, tires do expire, people. They expire. Six years is what manufacturers uh, say. And then also, recalls. Big time. Well, we know about recalls for our vehicles, but some tire companies will issue recalls. Where can you find tire recalls? Well, NHTSA.gov. You can type in the tire manufacturer. It's very important because a lot of times you're not getting that mail 
and your tires may be recalled. So I want you guys to stay tuned. We've got uh, Bill Nalu from Interstate Auto Care out of Detroit. He's going to join us. We're going to talk about those fluids. Well, they said I need my fluids for my road trip. And we're also going to dive into batteries and radiator hoses and stuff. So just stay tuned. Wrench Nation next. Hey, Gilbert friends. When we talk about car repair, car care, getting all of your stuff done on your car, excellence, integrity, workmanship, those are large words. Well, I got to tell you, a little place on Cooper and Warner in Gilbert, the car shop, you've got to meet Chris Baldrin, the car shop. He is absolutely on top of his game. He's a certified technician, has a certified set of mechanics working for you day in and day out there at the car shop. So if you're out in Gilbert, Warner, and Cooper, you've got to visit Chris Baldrin at the car shop. Friendly, knowledgeable, eager to take care of you with no funny business. So reach out to the car shop, 480-855-8000, 480-855-8000. The car shop, Warner off of Cooper. Back Wrench Nation, hanging out with you guys, uh, and we appreciate you. WrenchNation.tv, get on over there. Wrench Nation Facebook, uh, the show is twenty four seven. If you have any questions, uh, you may be dipping in and out. We did talk about some tires. Tires are really important, so make sure. And I will, I will say this: make sure this. If you're prone to do it on your own, that's cool. Follow the owner's manual. There's a ton of stuff on YouTube. It doesn't have to be rocket science. This is really the time to take before you head on out. And if you're not prone to do it yourself and you really have other issues, like maybe there's a burning smell, maybe there's a check engine light, give your local automotive service center an opportunity and time. Plan this ahead of time. A part of your planning of hotel trip and where you're going is the trip to the mechanic. And I need time for that. On the phone, we got Bill Nalu of Interstate Auto Care. It's a full service auto and truck repair facility located out in Madison Heights, Michigan. All my Michigan folks, you got to stop by and see Mr. Bill Naylor at Interstate Auto Care. Bill, welcome back, baby. Thank you for the love, my friend. Yes, and um, so I'm going to ask Susie. We're going we're gonna to dive into something. I figured we'd do it a little differently. I'm going to describe a symptom as a mechanic would tell the consumer. If I said to you, bloated and cracking, bloated and cracking, what part of the coolant system am I talking about? I get to answer this, right? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to say radiator hoses. Radiator, radiator hoses. <laughs> Bloated and cracking. You forgot swelling. Swelling. Yeah. What other verbs can we, describing words, can we use? Bill, how do you describe a disastrous hose about to blow <laughs> a nuclear situation? You're asking the wrong guy. I was, I'm was. i still getting over the bumper music, that amazing bumper music. Uh, you, are you that, still I'm, dancing? <laughs> I, 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 what, what comes into my head is Rosie O'Donnell. That's all I was thinking. Oh, really? Oh, oh boy. Rosie? Where did Rosie come from? Uh, Rosie, if you're listening, please Hello. take that with a grain of salt and we'll be all right. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but now it's but, a serious thing. Bill, you've seen radiator hoses come into the bay. Yes. And... Um, when you're describing to folks bloated, that means they're, for the most part, the rubber's swelling. Why does rubber have to swell? What's going on there? 
Well, I mean, rubber over time, just like with the tires, there's a, there's a certain amount of time that, they, you know, five to six years is all you're going to get out of them. The, the other part of this, Frank, is in that part of that system is I don't know if you guys see this in Arizona, but in Michigan, we've got the little cotton seed uh, trees that are just everywhere. And a lot of times we find this stuff, interestingly enough, at not just at the face of the front of that condenser, right at the front of the vehicle. By the bumper between, condenser, yeah, yeah. Between the condenser and the radiator. So this stuff is hidden away, and so folks think their their system is nice and clean and flowing and uh, because they don't see anything in the front. And not until you pull the covers off, not until you get a technician looking down in there, do you see all the muck that is causing all kinds of problems that will... For flow, you're talking. Restriction will, and flow. And I, I is well, that yeah. what... Yeah, absolutely. And fail yeah. you, not when you're driving the vehicle regularly, but when you're pulling that 19-foot trailer. Up, under uh, load. Up a 30, under load. Yeah, and right? I, will, I will say this. For those of you that are in traffic in the dead of summer, especially here. I mean, we're 108 degrees now. It's, it's, that's it. The sky's falling. It's hotter than a mug out here. <laughs> If you're if you're driving and you get to that traffic stop and you see an escalation, there may be some flow issues, whether it be a cooling fan that's not working or what Bill you're talking about is a restriction. So over time, the front of that radiator, and a lot of you may not be like some trucks when you lift the hood. Yeah, you see it right there. You can see you can get a little guarding hose without uh, too much uh, pressure and clean that up so you've got some good flow. Um, radiator hoses, Bill, you said five to six years. We typically recommend, and I think a lot of what our folks are listening to right now is, okay, great, you're telling me about it. When do I replace it? Well, yeah. 50, 50 to 60K, 50 to 60,000. Susie, I think it's all right. Yeah, 50 to 60. And yeah. you're talking about the temperature gauge rising, right? For our yeah. listeners, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, a little bit of a rising, specifically with the lack of flow. Typically, that'll happen at idle when we're yeah. not... You know, once you get going, you've got that ambient air to help. So that, you know, that's something that, folks, you can check on your own. It's as simple as that. Now, if you've got an electric fan that's out, you know, you may have a bad fan. could be relay. could be many things. Uh, you're more, more apt to probably take it yeah. into the local garage. You know what, Frank? You mentioned something. You know, we get, we're off of I-75, so we get a lot of traffic flowing up north. And, and we've had, this has probably happened hundreds of times over the years, We've had folks that break down, and, and they're on a trip, and this has ruined their trip, and so we're, we've got to scramble like heck to get them back on the road as soon as possible. And I always ask them this question. I say, before you left, what did you do with the vehicle? And what they tell me is they went over, you know, they went through a quick lube or whatever. And nothing bad about quick lubes, but they are not the people that you take the vehicle to when you're trying to make sure that It's a quick lube. I'm sorry. I will get hate mail. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's a quick Lube, what are we doing quick? Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you want to pop a drain plug and check a filter and, and do that in NASCAR record 15 minute. Yeah. Look, I respect the business model to a certain degree. Not for a road trip. I'm sorry, people. You got to spend time with it. How about this? Well, Frank, my check engine light is not coming on, but could you give me a scan of all of my onboard modules to tell me the health of my system to see if anything is pending? <laughs> oh, God. Can I repeat? Yeah. I, I got to say this because a lot of you listening right now say, well, Frank, I don't have a check engine light. I'm totally fine. Everything is good. I don't have that light's off. And some of you got black tape on it. I, I know what you're about. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. You, you're trying to hide. Yeah. But the fact is, slow it down. Let's get a data scan because we can, at least going back 10 years on most vehicles, there are faults that may not register. 
That may yeah. be hard to resound with a lot of folks because they're like, yeah. well, if it's broken, it should tell me. It should, yeah. might should tell me, that little guy with the wrench. <laughs> yeah. But there is what we call pending. These are pending. These are going to happen when you get to the beach. Right. Yeah. So let's scan. Like, I don't think you can do that in a quick lube situation. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's odd that we're doing this show today because I actually had somebody that wasn't a customer um, just driving by 526 p.m. last night. I need an oil change. Why do you need an oil change right now? He says, well, I'm leaving for Nogales for the weekend. I'm taking it early weekend. Well, you look, a lot of you think we're preaching. You're saying, well, you guys got a car talk show. You're always telling me what I got to do. I will tell you one simple thing. How about saving your wallet, your relationship with family members, especially those kids that couldn't make it to Disneyland, and here you are at 530 I need an all change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. So I, I just say for peace of mind, this is really legitimate. Look, I I, 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 I hate to sound like we're preaching. I really I know, do. But this, I know. This is a case example. Bill, let's move on because Frank is preaching right well, now. And I just well, feel Frank, like the listeners here's are. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. But preach on, brother. So, so when, I, when I say this to folks, what they'll say to me, so what is your best advice? What I tell them is, tell me the truth. Don't tell me you, you want this done as quickly as possible, as cheap as possible, and then I send you on your way because you're not telling me I'm pulling a 19-foot trailer, I'm headed you know, 600 miles north of here, yeah. and I'm taking my, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law on their 50th wedding anniversary, and we're celebrating, and we have to be there on time. Because once you tell me that the entire family is depending on this and that we need to make sure we go through the entire vehicle, at that point in time, now I understand the gravity of the situation. Right. It's, like, it's like us not telling the doctor, hey, by the way, after you give me this treadmill test, I gotta run a marathon. You tell a doctor, I'm getting ready to run a marathon. He's gonna ask you, you know, are you prepared? Have you been working out? Have you been, you know? Yeah, I mean, the truth, we, you want like, uh, it, it's important, the context, which just means that that's the time. I, I think a lot of us forget that when we, when we go into a garage, that's the time to sort of really take those mental notes. A lot of you do a great job and take pictures. You record noises, you do all these things. That's really the time for that. And, and even if you've got only 15,000 young baby miles on your vehicle, I've had a lot in the garage where it's still under warranty and this is something that could be a problem down the road. So just understand, take the time. Radiator hoses we talked about. Belts, I want to talk to you about belts real quick. Uh, a lot of you are looking at your belts right now in your driveway and saying, well, my belt's not cracked. I'm good. I want you to understand that there's new technology behind belts. And that is a newer rubber. It's, I believe it's EPMD. Don't, it's EPMD rubber is what it is. We'll look it up and tell you what it actually stands for. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you're looking at your belts, understand they won't crack. They will wear depth-wise, just like your tires. The new EPMD rubber is designed to last longer. Now, i got to make sure I'm sounding this right, EPMD. Uh, Bill, why I looked this up so I don't get hate mail on you didn't say you mentioned the, the group. EPMD. Tell me I about gotcha. that. Are you seeing that in the... Uh, did you look we, it up, Bree? We, yeah. we are. And, it, and it's often... And so this is what happens. This is so EPGM. interesting you're bringing this yeah. up, Frank. Because not only is this being left, uh, because of the technology and because of the fact that we have such a scarcity uh, in this industry, that that... that seasoned technician is ever more scarce than they've ever been before. You they just gave scarce. us all kinds of kudos. Look at you. I, you got, hey, if, if, if there's ever a national union, you got my vote, buddy. That's, that's right. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, so, ethylene, I got to set it right, EPDM rubber. 
ethylene propylene diene monomer rubber. It's a win for consumers. Yeah. It lasts longer. Uh, and I learned the hard way. I had a, We had a fellow come in with his truck. Frank, every time you tell me my belt's fine, I had no clue about this new rubber. This is maybe five or six years ago. Every time I come in, my truck's got 120,000 miles on it. You tell me my belt is fine. How could that be? My other, my other truck with the same has, you know, an older, it's an older vehicle actually, would crack. And I had to research this and I called my supplier. I said, what are you selling me here? What, you putting steroids in this belt? They don't crack. So just know you got to check the depth wear. There's a little tool for that, and your mechanic will check that. And if he doesn't, you can ask him politely, hey, can you check the depth where I understand that this could be this new EPDM rubber? Because they'll snap on a, on a trip. Yeah, and I'm just so glad that you clarified that, because if we did go with the EPMD, that's a hip-hop duel. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> EPMD, going back in time. Uh, Bill, uh, can you hang in one more segment, or Absolutely. you got to fly? Oh, All right, yeah. gonna, well, let's bring Bill. We're having we, fun. We, yeah, we want to stick with you if, you were, if we were just alone. But when we get to the Susie and Bree, absolutely. Oh, you rock. All right, I see how you are. Uh, you guys stick around. We do want to cover fluids. When do you flush the fluids? We're going to try to create some clarity there. We're going to dive into some brakes and some other just really just common sense. We want you guys to be safe on the road. And so uh, stay tuned. Branch Nation next. Me go. Frank here with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. road trip tips some of the things that we're seeing in the service space i'm going to kind of go through this uh belts batteries batteries actually you want to make sure in our town uh, look we can all agree two to three years is the window tested if it's borderline replace it uh, i want you to know that batteries a worn battery is really putting extra load on an alternator so you're quietly straining that alternator uh, so know about that of course you're going to check your filters air filter cabin filters Stick with the owner's manual. That is kind of like your little car Bible. A good mechanic is going to kind of go off of that as a baseline, so that's really important. Uh, there's two reasons why things are recommended. As per age, hey, that's the shelf life. And hey, by the way, it's broken. So just remember those quick tips. Here's one more thing. I think this is really, really important. If you drive an older vehicle, you love your older ride. And I'm talking 20 25 years old, and that vehicle is still very reliable, and you have an exhaust leak, and you're taking a road trip with that vehicle, and it starts raining, and you put those windows up, well, guess what's going into the cab? Carbon monoxide. Really? Trust that situation. So, look, you probably haven't heard it on the local news. Man dies on a road trip from carbon monoxide. <laughs> but I just want to open you guys up. Yeah. It, it is a rarity. I'm not suggesting that, you know, many people are dying. It's a national epidemic. But remember, you have an exhaust leak. 
There's carbon monoxide happening. There's hydrocarbons. There's all kinds of stuff in that exhaust. And if you've got an older vehicle, you're more prone because you're not as managed fuel-wise if you're running around in a carb with a carburetor. Just know about that. You go into the rain, put those windows up. It's not a good thing. So, uh, Bill Nalu, Interstate Auto Care. Let's bring Bill. Bill, welcome back, buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, we have you ever experienced anything like that? Uh, heard anything about that? Like with the exhaust situation? Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, here in, in our climate, you know, there's two things that you guys just mentioned. One of them is this carbon monoxide. If you've got a exhaust leak under the hood, that stuff is is creeping right into the climate control system. There's the intake for that system is just above the hood at the base of that windshield. That air gets pulled into the vehicle. And here's the scary thing about this, Frank, is I don't think they have data. I mean, the data that we would get would be that this accident was caused, for example, driver fell asleep at the wheel. Well, are they measuring for the carbon monoxide content in this person's uh, body at the time? How do we know that this person didn't? It's, you know, it, 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 it. I just want to open folks up to that. I mean, yeah. uh, and by the way, if you heard a few things on the show that your car is currently doing and you're saying, well, Frank, that's fine and dandy, but I just can't afford to do this right now. It's going to take away from my uh, my, my, my trip, trip. <laughs> my trip. Yeah. I got to see Aunt Louise. She wants a Gucci bag or whatever it is. Don't forget, rent a car, man. Yeah. Budget your trip. Park that ride. We, sell, we tell a lot of our clients that come in, they get stressed out. Don't stress out. You'd be surprised what kind of deal you can make ahead of time. So part of your road trip planning should include not only the vehicle inspection, because I may get some bad news that I'm eventually going to take care of, but now I'm going to plan for a potential uh, uh, rental car for sure. All right, let's get into the fluids. Many people hear fluids. Uh, they go to the dentist, change your oil. They go to the baker, have you flushed your coolant? Everybody's saying you need to change your fluids. Please set the record straight. Bill, I'm going to go through it. Engine oil, full synthetic, most folks are getting. How often do we change this engine oil? We're going to go through it quick. Well, the, the, engine, the, the fluids themselves are, are better made than they've ever been before. The problem that we're coming across is the fact that people look at that sticker or look at the recommendation for the manufacturer, and they just take that as somehow like this is, this is a word from God that this is going to be the case. The last two engines that, that we brought in here, both of them were due to oil starvations, completely avoidable situations. One of them was a Subaru WRX. It's a $15,000 engine. All right, engine oil change typically five to seven thousand miles. In our climate, most of you are driving in severe duty applications, five to seven thousand. You're best being early. Transmission fluid every fifteen thousand on some vehicles. Check your owner's manual, and every thirty to fifty in some occasions. Or. Or there's this thing called snow. I don't know if you guys have heard of this stuff. <laughs> if you have a machine that pushes the snow, we call them snow plows. Oh, yeah. So those snow plows, every season, you want to change that fluid out. Every season, regardless of mileage. Yeah, some vehicles, again, 15, 1.5, or 50. Yeah. Again, there's, there's, some, uh, there's some discrepancy on when. I want to be clear about that. If you're putting a load on, you're pulling a truck, you're best off. Hey, every 15,000 is not going to hurt. Um, check your owner's manual. Coolant flushes here in our town. We typically start recommending uh, the good news for the consumer. There's long life. The old green stuff was typically every 20,000 miles. You can go 50, 60,000 miles, and then it's good measure. A lot of you uh, have heard, well, this is a 100,000 mile maintenance free kind of thing. 
No, 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 no. Not, not the case. In our severe duty climate, with all of the temperatures that we... 60,000 is a safe bet. Uh, Bill Nalu, is there anything you'd like to add? We've got maybe 30 seconds. Absolutely. Number one tip from Bill Nalu. A, a lot of times folks think that when we're selling fluid maintenance, they think that somehow that, that's the, you know, that makes us money because we're selling fluid maintenance. Frankly speaking, if you, neglect the, if you neglect the fluids and now you come in and now it's an $800 heater core you know, or $1,200 radiator and condenser or what have you. That's, that's actually, bigger money, yeah. So, you want preventative maintenance. Maintenance is yeah. far more expensive, whether it's your body or whether it's the car. Hey, yeah. I got one thing to say real quick. I want to say, I'm Susie Sockets. You're Billy Knuckles. Can we call you Frankie the Wrench? I don't know. You know what? Let me. Can I recommend one? Sure. I'm call him Ibn Mama Leone. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Do your ending, Frank. All right. All right. Well, I want to actually thank you, Bill Nalu, for spending some time. Big hugs to the family out pleasure. there. Uh, check out Interstate Auto Care uh, in Michigan. Uh, next week, we got an exciting show. We have Her Royal Highness. Vedita Singh of Barwani, who's going to call into the show. We are doing her whole expose on her professional automotive career as an artist in India. Her father, the Maharaja of the state of Barwani in central India, bought trains, roadways. She's part of a deep culture wow. of automotive. So Her Royal Highness Vedita Singh is going to stop by the Wrench Nation show next week. We are excited and honored. If you missed bits and pieces of the show, man, catch the podcast. All of our weekend listeners, we appreciate and love you guys. Any questions, get on Wrench Nation Facebook, wrenchnation.tv. And as I tell you every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. Now, what's on WrenchNation.tv? There's a billion websites out there. Well, there's a ton of nice shows I think you guys will enjoy. We know how it is. I mean, you got three to five seconds to listen to anything. You all got ADD. <laughs> Susie? Yes, Fred. Am I lying? You're not lying. People don't have attention anymore. So I'm just going to tell you right up front. We know this. We understand. Some of you are already gone because you just, oh, got to get over there. Next. You capture our attention, though. Well, WrenchNation.tv. I mean, you can catch Leave It to Beaver's Tony Dow. We had a 50-year reunion with the Corvair. Yeah. 50 years that car came back in his life. Yes. Now, here's uh, I get excited about this community situation. Open change. Vehicle donations making a difference. There's a organization that has uh, donated uh, north of 6,000 cars on the East Coast. And last week, Noor Daoud, Palestinian drift racer from Ramallah. Do you know what it's like growing up in Ramallah, Palestine? I don't even know where that's at. It's in a very volatile area of the okay. world. Like people are trying to just eat for it. I mean, it's tough. And she is out there breaking the barriers. But that's all on WrenchNation.tv. And with that, I will invite you because we're all family up in here.